Hi everyone, my name is Virginia Duan, also known as Mandarin Mama. I'm your host for the Nuna Army podcast, where I discuss the particular challenges and aspects of being a middle-aged BTS fan. Uh, today I'd like to talk about how to be a good BTS fan. Um, I feel like this topic is... I feel like I shouldn't have to have an episode on this topic. And truthfully, I don't know if the people who would listen to this episode even need to hear it, uh, but I'm going to give my opinion anyway, since it's my podcast. Um, first off, I think it goes without saying that the number one way to be a good BTS fan is to not be a stalker. Don't be assessing. Respect BTS members' boundaries, respect their private lives, respect their actual humanity, respect their personhood, follow the rules on like Weverse, right? Like I think Big Hit just released this guidance on how, like what is permissible behavior and they had to include things like don't stalk BTS family members, don't stalk BTS members' friends, don't find their private schedules, don't try and buy tickets on their same flight on purpose and sit next to them and make them feel uncomfortable. Like, don't be an asshole. Don't, don't follow them around. Treat them like people. Um, and I feel like it should go without saying, but like, apparently it needs to be said. <laughs> I like basically all the guidelines that Big Hit released was don't be a stalker 101, respect people's boundaries. As a person who has been stalked and it was terrifying and the stalker wasn't even very good at their job in the sense of like they weren't very good at stalking, but it was terrifying. I had just had my second child. She was maybe like three months old at the time. And this person who clearly had a mental health issue was homeless. I had known him in high school and he just randomly called my office, started showing up at my office. Thank goodness I hadn't been there in a while since I just had a baby, but he ended up stalking my mother who also worked with me at the time and someone else who shared the office with them. And to even file documents in America was awful. In the California, it was it basically it was almost impossible. I have a college education. My friend ha was a lawyer. My mother has a master's. Like you know, we and it was really difficult to navigate. The hours were very limited. It was very difficult to access via public transit. So I'm grateful we didn't have to have that. But I had to. I mean, it was really difficult since I had small children. It's not like you can bring small children to a courtroom. And then even in the like filing documents, you pretty much have to reveal where you live and where you work. So if the stalker didn't know beforehand, they know now because now that's, that's the only way they can say that, oh, they know not to be around you. Like they know that this is the areas that they're supposed to avoid. So I'm like, okay, so I've just given them all the information that they didn't previously have so that I can file a restraining order. So um, as, and, and, and again, my situation wasn't even that serious. I can't even imagine if I were financially dependent upon my stalker or if the person who was abusing me or hurting me or treating me badly uh, was 
an intimate partner or a family member, like, and it was just really difficult. And so I can only imagine how much more difficult it is and terrifying when everyone seems to know every single thing about you. So don't do it. Don't be a stalker. Don't be an asshole. Respect their boundaries. I feel like that shouldn't even need to be said, right? Like, I feel like the majority of fans are decent people and aren't going to be doing that. But yeah, I mean, I understand. You want to, I understand, like, I think recently someone posted a picture of them taking, uh, like, a sneak pic of RM at the Broad in LA. And while I think that's, like, really rude and dangerous because it reveals their location, um, it's understandable. But again, don't do it. She asked permission, he said no, and then she still did it. Then like, why ask permission? Why ask permission if you're just gonna disrespect someone like that? So I know I spent like a long time talking about this, longer than I personally think is necessary. But don't, don't, don't do it, don't be a stalker. If you think momentarily, is this stalker behavior? Then maybe it might be stalker behavior, <laughs> okay? Um, if you don't want someone to do that to you, don't do it to somebody else, all right? Like, this is not like the golden rule. Didn't we learn this as like preschoolers, kindergartners? All right. Pretty much that's it. I feel like that's how you can be a good fan. Um, there's no right or wrong way to fan or to stan, okay? Some people might say, oh, you should stream their stuff. Oh, you should buy all their merch. You should buy tickets. You should do, 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 do. You should do all these things. But the truth is that might not be possible. You might not be in a financial situation to do so. You might not live geographically close or feasible to the concerts. You might not be able to stream as often as you like on like comeback because you have a job or you have children or you know any number of things. Like there, there really is no, I mean, I'm afraid this is a very short episode, but like don't let anyone tell you how or how you cannot be a fan. Okay, like there's no right or wrong way to be a fan. Um, support BTS however you are able to in whatever capacity that you are able to without it negatively affecting your mental health, your life, your finances, your relationships, your work. Like the, the things that really matter to you, fan in such a way that it doesn't affect that. Now, if people are negative in your life and like look down on you and are treating you poorly because you're a fan of BTS. And I'm not talking about like random people on the internet. I'm talking about people you actually know. Family members, children, you know, friends. If they're treating you badly and awful because you like a boy band at, at your age, then, you know, it's none of their business. And then maybe don't talk to them about it, which I know is really isolating and hard. Um, but I mean, I hate to say it. You have to look at kind of how they are about everything in your life. And are they, is it just this particular instance? Probably not. I mean, but if it is, then you're like, hey, that's just not their bag. Don't then, and, and, and it might suck that you can't share this part of yourself with, you know, people who are important to you. But sometimes that happens, right? Uh, and maybe you can find people online. Uh, I had a whole podcast episode on how to make friends who are BTS fans 
Uh, so I think that's episode four. But if it is a, if it is a general, if it is more indicative of how they treat you in general and treat the things that you care about and love, then you might want to think about that relationship and reevaluate it. I'm, again, I'm not like telling you to cut off all your friends and your family and your husband because they don't like BTS and they don't support your lifestyle choices. <laughs> but, you know, if it is an indicator of a larger general pattern of behavior and how they treat you, then you have to think about why. Why are they doing this? Is there something that you're doing? Is it something that they're doing? Is it indicative of a deeper problem? A deeper, I mean, not to get all therapisty on you, but usually the symptoms of something aren't the same as the cause, right? So I would definitely recommend examining those interactions and your, your role in them and just kind of seeing if there's ways to break that cycle or to address it or to communicate better. That is probably, this is actually not how I foresaw this podcast going, <laughs> but you know, we go where the spirit leads us. Other things that I think you might want to also consider is uh, to not engage in fan wars. Like, don't engage in people who are just trying to be shit starters. Uh, whether it's on Stan Twitter, whether it's on Instagram, like, it doesn't do anyone any good. Um, I personally don't think so anyway. Like, there's no need to, I, I feel like, just like we don't, we as BTS fans do not enjoy being told who or what we should like and how we shouldn't like BTS or like we're, how we're fan, like standing them wrong. Other people who love other groups also don't like to be told that the group that they like isn't great or whatever, right? Like, so again, like use your brain, use your common sense, use your empathy. Like it is possible to like more than one thing. In fact, I think it's advisable to like more than one thing. Like, what did you do with yourself before there was BTS? I hope you liked, I hope you had other interests. How, how sad and limiting of a life if the only thing in it is BTS? Because then you're putting your eggs all in one basket. And as great as they are, they're still people, they're human, and they will inevitably disappoint you or fail you. And, when, and if they're the only thing in your life, that's gonna be hard. Uh, but yeah, don't engage in fan wars. Like it, no one ever convinced of something, no one ever convinced someone else of something on the internet by yelling at them or telling them that they're wrong, right? Like how else do you explain all of politics, all of religion, all of pretty much anything, right? Like, don't engage. It's not worth your peace of mind. It's not worth your mental health. And also, it doesn't really help anybody. It doesn't help the situation. It doesn't help the reputation of ARMY as fans. It doesn't help at all. I mean, it's it, it in fact makes people look bad. Now, does that mean like if someone's insulting BTS, you should just take it on the chin and, you know, turn the other cheek? I mean, maybe. Because again, how can you actually win this conversation? You can't, there's no winning, right? There's no winning, there's no, um, there's no prize for like best shutdown on Twitter, right? <laughs> like there's no, there's nothing you really gain from it. Uh, does that mean you can't call out racism or toxic masculinity or like sexism? And, xenophobia and like bias no 
I think that's different. I think criticizing legitimate things and even just saying, hey, like what you're saying is not appropriate. The things that you say is not kind, whatever. I don't think, I think that's different than like engaging in a back and forth of like, hey, well, your band sucks and oh, your band lip syncs and your blah, 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 blah. Like let people like what they like. You can call out things that are really, really problematic. Um, but again, you can do so in a way that is not overly either antagonistic or insulting or cruel, right? Um, so that's, that's my personal opinion. That doesn't necessarily mean you agree with me. Uh, and if you don't agree with me, you're wrong. And oh, see, oh, see, <laughs> sorry, that was a really bad joke. Um, but yeah, like, just don't be a dick. And on some days it's harder than others. I get, for me, being an asshole is like a default personality. But I, I try online and in public to not be an asshole. Um, because, you know, if you're an asshole to people who are supposed to love you, that's kind of okay. But, you know, other people don't have to like you. So maybe be, treat them okay. <laughs> so on a purely self-serving sort of level, you know, don't be a dick. How else to be a good fan? Let them live, right? I feel like as older fans, we have less of a problem with this, partially because perhaps we're already, we already have like spouses or, you know, children or other things. Like we, we've lived enough and experienced enough of life to know that, you know, crazes and fan, like, stardom and fame they come and go and that ultimately if you care about someone you're not going to want them to miss out on the things in life right like if we really actually do love bts members and as much as we say we do then don't we want them to live the life that fulfills them with love and either the people they love or pursuits that they love so why would we why would we not want them to be with the people? You know, why wouldn't we want them to date or to get married or to have children? Uh, in whatever, however that looks like with, you know, men, women, multiple men, multiple women, whatever. Like, if we love somebody, then we want the best for them. And if the best for them is what, and what they choose for themselves, right? So, like, let them live. Let them live their lives. And again, I really don't think that this is something that older fans have a problem with, right? Because we've already lived our own lives. Why shouldn't, why shouldn't they have that benefit? In case you need a reminder, yes, I personally sometimes feel very sad. <laughs> and I, I feel really ridiculous saying this. But I mean, just yesterday, I think, I was texting my group chat like, oh, I'm really sad all of a sudden because I just realized again, like I, 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 I don't know why like it's such a shock every time I realize this, but yeah, I just realized that um, I will never, like part of me doesn't want to say it because then if I say it, I'm like declare, I'm putting it out in the universe. But part of me also knows that it's not good to be delusional. <laughs> but like part, sometimes I get sad that I don't actually know BTS as like real people. 
Like, because, you know, they're so good on all their, like, shows and social media, and we consume so much of their content that we think that we actually know them. We think that we're friends or <laughs> whatever, like, weird thing goes through your mind uh, that they, you know, that is part of K-pop culture, right? Because that's part of the fun. But, like, sometimes I get actually sad. Like, oh, I live in a world, in a reality, where um, Min Yoongi is not going to marry me. And I'm not going to bear his children. Like, and, and I think, I mean, it sounds so ridiculous to say. I'm kind of embarrassed about it. Um, and I, I actually feel the same way about all of them, really. But since, since uh, Sugar is my bias, I, I feel it particularly strongly with him. But like, you know, it just hit me the other day. Like, oh, um, Sugar is not going to come home from a long day of work and then like sit next to me on the couch and sigh and say like, oh, today was a bad day. And then I won't be able to, like, have a casual conversation about, like, buying more milk or something. And then, and then it made me sad. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, I'm so sad that I, I live in a reality where that is not possible. I mean, sure, we could, like, possibly indulge in this, like, crazy fantasy of how, like, maybe, maybe a South Korean pop star who is like 26 years old soon to be 27 is going to somehow randomly meet a work and stay-at-home mom of four of 41 who lives in america and like somehow fall madly in love with me and then need to marry me and that i'm going to actually uproot my entire family divorce my husband or if they're both cool with it have a second husband like like i mean in what that's it's i mean we could we could pretend but several things one i am now slightly embarrassed that i have said this out loud and then two like it's not really gonna happen right so sometimes i feel really sad but i also know that um that uh it's embarrassing to like think about but also it's also normal to think about right like when you care about people you want to spend your time with them and you and then you naturally think of um you know plausible situations uh, or you just like invent completely new realities right like time travel or whatever i share this for several reasons one because it's kind of funny uh two but also i'm sure i'm not the only one who thinks this way right like and so I want you to feel normal. And then three, I mean, it's, there's nothing wrong with thinking these things, but I think when you expect them to happen or you are, feel entitled to someone because you have these unrequited feelings, and then that you totally relate to that super fan of Sugar and want to sue him for attacking your heart <laughs> but like you know like it's a, it's it's normal it's it's funny and it's also because we know it i know that it's you know i do actually love my life and and my family most of the time you know like so it's it, it's i've really kind of derailed this entire podcast uh, but my point is doesn't matter it's okay to think these things but it doesn't, that doesn't mean just because you think them that they're going to come true, that they're even close to coming true, and that it doesn't mean that you're entitled to any of their feelings, right? Oh, this is 
really embarrassing. <laughs> but uh, well, now it's out there, and um, and uh, who knows? Maybe now that I've spoken to the universe, it could happen. I mean, oh, I'm just gonna stop before it just gets even more embarrassing. And like my husband watches, which he won't because he totally does not care <laughs> in, in terms of like my obsession about BTS. He's a secure man. He, he, he's fine with this. I feel like this tip is pretty much the same as don't be assessing, right? Don't be a stalker. But yeah, just let them live. Be happy for them. Be happy for their lives. Be happy for what they choose to do with their lives. I mean, short of doing something like supremely criminal and horrible, which I can't imagine, but I mean, that's what people say about serial killers, right? Like, oh, he was such a nice man. And again, don't at me. I'm not saying BTS members are future serial killers. Okay, this is the wrong podcast for that. Um, but yeah, just let them live. Let them live their lives. I feel like that's, you know. And then in terms of all the other stuff, I just... I feel like just be a good human. Don't be a dick. That's how you be a fan, right? However you want to support them, however you can support them, do so to your capacity. Um, I don't think BTS members expect you to buy every single thing that they have ever touched. I don't think they expect you to go out and buy a Hyundai Palisade. I don't think they expect you to like hunt down every single packet of Lamona or coffee. And I'm, I mean, it's cool if you do, there's nothing wrong. I mean, that doesn't make you a good fan or a better fan than somebody else, right? Like, ultimately, I think the best way to be a fan is to be good to yourself, right? To respect yourself and to respect others. I mean, being a good fan is literally just being a good human, right? And just extending that, like, being a good human to also loving a group called BTS. I mean, I guess that's it. I hope this like covers, I mean, I know I spoke kind of generally, but this really covers like, you don't have to worry about not donating to fan projects, not going to cup signings, cup sleeve events or like anything, but it's okay if you do go to them, like just have a good time. It's entertainment. It's fun, you know? And so consume BTS and their like ancillary content, however you choose. There's no right or wrong way to stand as long as you are respectful of them as people and respectful of yourself and respectful of others. Um, I think that covers a lot of ground, right? Um, don't you think those type of guidelines are better than like a stringent rule of you must do X, Y, Z? I mean, I think we're all grown-ups, right? All right. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much. Please like and subscribe. If you're listening as a podcast, thank you so much. Please like and subscribe and leave a review. And uh, I'll see you next time. Bye.